This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, you know, before they were legends of outlaw country, they were lost souls looking for their sound. Don't miss Mandy Moore and the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the rise of outlaw country music and its biggest stars. Hear how one woman's vision in her tiny living room, far from Nashville's music row, became the epicenter of a musical movement. Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in The Boar's Nest. Listen now at audible.com slash The Boar's Nest. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Hey, welcome to episode 335, Caroline Bryan, who, you know, isn't a songwriter, but is extremely interesting and has been, you know, in the music world in a different capacity. So she's doing a lot to give back, and that's really the reason we brought her on. But there's so much interesting stuff about her life, about Luke's life, things that I didn't even know. So that was pretty cool. Uh, Caroline Bryan went to Georgia Southern University, which we talk about. You'll hear, you'll actually hear me go, where'd you go to school? So I'm only saying this afterward because now I know. Uh, her dad was a social specialist. Her mom worked as an operator at an insurance company. And, you know, Caroline went to school and had her own career going. And she talks about for a while when Luke was starting out, she was supporting Luke. And it's interesting, you know, you're in a marriage and at times, at different times, both people have to kind of step up and help in different ways. And, you know, it's just a, a, a look at her if you haven't spent any time getting to know her and also maybe a different look at Luke. And the one thing in this that Luke told her that kind of shook her and she was like, wow, like of all the things Luke said, hey, I'm doing this. And I was, I guess I wasn't surprised and I won't say what it is here, but I was, um, I wasn't. I guess that that was so impactful was surprising. That it was kind of later? Yeah, I thought it would be something early on. Same. You know, like Luke wins his first Entertainer of the Year, or but it was something later that I wouldn't have considered from where I sit to be that big of a deal. I thought it felt a little more normal at that point. Yeah, but then when she said it, I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. That kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, so you'll hear her talk about that. Just love this. I think you'll love it too. And uh, Caroline Bryan. Luke Bryan's wife, but uh, so much more than that, and that's why we had her on. So enjoy the episode. Here you go. Caroline, good to see you again. Good to see you. I was uh, on your Instagram story the other day. I saw that you had gotten your maybe SUV or car stuck in a bunch of mud. Mm-hmm. What what happened? I was flipping through so fast, but it looked like the tire was deep, so deep into the mud that it almost seemed like you should have known there was mud— it wasn't like surprise mud. It wasn't surprise mud. I didn't know. So 
first of all, I um, I bought this big van because all I do is carpool, you know, with a bunch of okay, kids. It was a van. So okay, it's a it. big van. It's not like just a minivan. It's a big van. And it's been raining a ton. And so I, I told Tate, I said, let's go check on Brett's barn to see if it's flooded because we've been flooded today. Like we've, she's been tra- transporting animals all day. So I went to take a turn to go check on the big horses and I just, I got stuck and I said, baby, we're, we're, <laughs> we're walking back to the house. I'm sorry. And so how did you get the van out of the mud? Did someone come and pull it out? Oh, oh, absolutely. Did you have that truck at your house to pull it out? We did. Got it. We did. Do you feel like a little bit you live two completely different lives at the same time? Meaning, and knowing Luke now more than just in a professional relationship mm-hmm. myself, and then knowing you a little bit as well, there is this the, the life that you guys live that is very front-facing. Mm-hmm. There's a bit of fame, notoriety, um, the success of Luke, and now your success. Like, that's all a thing, and like, wow. But then also at home, it just feels like that doesn't exist, and you have mud in a barn, and... It just feels like two different lives and not in a good way or a bad way, but it, they're so different to me. Do you feel that way? I do and I don't. I I think they're both so, I think that's why people can kind of connect with us because, yeah, I mean, Luke is so big. He, he is. And, but when we're home, my favorite thing, like on a Saturday or a Sunday, if I'm home, I'm at the barn, I'm feeding the animals, you know, animals are climbing all over me, I'm stepping in poop, and, but it's so, but people like that to, you know, not, not everything is fancy and. But you're not doing it for them to like that, I guess is my point. It's just us though. Because there are other brothers, sisters, siblings of stars who, if they had, and they do have the ability and they're just like, why would I ever clean up after an animal? We're rich mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And but that's like, not us though. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, you have the, the, the life of, mm-hmm. you are, you can do what you want at this point because of mm-hmm. your family success. But yet you still, for lack of a better term, keep it extremely real. Well, that's all that we know because we're both from small towns in Georgia. You know, we didn't grow up with much. I mean, you know, we weren't, you know, poor, poor, but we didn't grow up with much. But, um, and life, We've always said that life somehow has a way of m- making you humble. So either you stay humble or, or life is going to do it for you. And, you know, we've had some knocks in life to where I don't think we could ever, even if we tried, I don't think we could ever change, like, how we are. Because, you know, Luke's, Luke is Luke. He just wants to fish and hunt, truly. I mean, he loves being on, he loves being seen. That's his thing, but... No, I mean, I I can't imagine ever having somebody doing everything for me. That would drive me nuts. How do you raise kids with, again, their dad and now their mom? uh, Famous. Famous. I mean, there's no other way to say it. Just famous and wildly successful. And I asked that question in that, you know, eventually my wife and I are going to have kids. Mm -hmm. And I grew up in pretty extreme poverty, but my kids will not grow up in yeah, poverty. They won't, yeah. And so I often wonder, like, how, how the crap am I supposed to do that? And how do I instill values? 
because they're not going to be instilled the same way they were instilled into me because mine were forced into me. But they kind of can be. So you were raised a certain way. So you have a, a work ethic installed in you that you can't take out, right? Yeah, but how did they? They're not going to have that because they're going to Yes, ha- they can. They're, you make them do chores. You make them. This is earn. what I'm asking. Great. This is the boom, answer. Boom, boom, boom. Yes. If they want a game, if they want this, I mean, you make them work for it. And if they have their, you know, we always have their friends over. That's just like our house where all the boys come, but they all get a trash bag and they clean up because you know, I mean, it can it can become like a circus with a bunch of kids. I make them go and clean up everything. That's what they do, or they can't do anything. And if they want a game, I'll make take go wash my car. So nothing comes for free. You know, sometimes it's okay to go, y'all been good, so let's go have ice cream. That That's okay. But because you do want to spoil them a little bit because you didn't have that. right? And, like, I'm an overbearing mom every, you know, I'm up every morning with the kids making them, them breakfast because I didn't have, you know, a mom. My mom was fabulous, but she had to be at work. So I've had to make mom breakfast and this and this and this. And so now I'm I'm trying to pull back some from, from going, here's your breakfast, sweetie, here, because I didn't have that, but I wanted it. It, just, it sounds to me as, again, not a parent myself yet, that there's a line and you never quite walk it right and you're always trying to find it and you're trying to stay as close to it all the time. You'll never do anything right. It's just... You just learn from what you do wrong, which everybody knows I've screwed up a million times. But and with a parent, you're not going to do everything right, but they're going to know that m- mom and dad are, are there. They're going to know that. What was your hometown like? Very small, but it was awesome. Um, what was it called? Sandersville, Georgia. Sandersville? Mm-hmm. And what's in Sanders? If I'm driving up to it right now, like what do I see in Sandersville? So we are the Kaolin capital of the world. I, I don't know what a kaolin is. Chalk. Chalk mines. Okay. That is so, where I so grew up. So are there a lot of holes? Yes. Yeah? Yes. And so that's where almost everybody worked or somehow that's just how, I mean, that was our town, but a lot of chalk mines. So I, I grew up in a town that we had a, um, like a sawmill. That's what mm-hmm. we were known for. We had a huge sawmill and the, the industry in that town was everyone that worked in the sawmill Mm -hmm. is that what the mines are like there is are there a lot of jobs created by the mines still today almost everything yes Mm -hmm. and you mean like school chalk so chalk is in i mean it's in medicine i mean i have no idea i have you're gonna teach me something right now it's in a ton of things and it it gets shipped out we have trains we have truck i mean you know it's it's being shipped out everywhere but eventually it's gonna be mined out so, so my town, I don't know what's going to We We went through this in happen. my town. Yeah. The sawmill shut down. Mm-hmm. And not that this is what's going to happen to your town, but a lot of what's happened in my town is it's dying or dead. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because there's no reason to go to my town now mm-hmm. because it was only built for the sawmill. And it struggles, and I do my part to try to help and keep it afloat. Uh, of course. But I understand what it's like to have like a central industry in the town that keeps it afloat. Mm-hmm. And you're a mining town. Mm-hmm. Were your parents involved in the mining industry at all? My mom was a therapist, and my, but my, my father did work for the chalk mines. He did, and that's just kind of how it was. 
And so I, I'm just, I don't know, there were so many uses for chalk. I thought basically you wrote three times three. And no, there's a ton, there's a ton of stuff, which I can't even explain it all. And I grew up there, but there is all kinds of stuff. So in this town, like t- geographically, where is it? We are kind of in the heart of Georgia. We're kind of in the middle of everything. Um, We are an hour and a half from Atlanta, an hour and a half from Athens, hour and a half from Statesboro, two hours from Savannah. So it sounds like you couldn't be any more Georgian than where you're from. You're right in the middle of of everything. (laughs) And so, what kind of kid were you in high school? What kind of student were you? I was a good kid. Um, I played sports. You know, I, I never. Everybody now thinks, oh, she's so she's naughty but I was I was a really good kid I didn't get into a ton of trouble I, I got into a little bit but I played sports and I was just your typical kid but what was the dream in like 10th grade you did you want to graduate and leave town did you want to stay? like did you have a, a, a future for you in your mind 10th grade I honestly thought that I would be in my hometown forever and I was fine with that and it's a great hometown but that that was my I never saw outside of that short-term period. I just didn't. So you finish high school, mm-hmm. and then what? My first week in college, I met Luke. That quick? That quick, yeah. And you guys were at school where? Georgia Southern in Statesboro. And how did you meet Luke your first week? Some sort of uh, freshman, in, uh, you know, at everybody gets a bar, gets to... of course. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Na- naturally, yeah. So you're at My a... first time in a bar. <laughs> it was Luke. your first time in a bar? Well, it was, uh, it was, it was my third but i i wasn't a drinker in high school so i didn't you know i didn't go to bars and so i went to a bar my first week in college and i met luke do you remember meeting luke like that oh yeah not just like we i know we met but do you remember the thoughts of hey i see that guy or that how did how did you two start talking what was the approach well he sent okay so I walk into a bar, you know, I'm, I'm a freshman. I don't know anything. You know, classes started the next day. Was he a freshman too or was he older? He was a senior. So I was, uh-huh. I was a freshman. He was a senior. And, you know, I'd only met a hand. I didn't meet a ton of people. And so I walk into a bar with my friends. And I keep seeing across the bar, like, just this, these white teeth. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. And I was like, what is like this, this guy was smiling at me, and I'm like, okay. I mean, he he was adorable, but I didn't think anything about it. And then he sent a friend over to come say hey for then, him. Yes, which is not like Luke. But then eventually he came over, and he said hey, and we started talking. And then um, we were friends. You're doing finger quotes for those. I, that I am. We can't see. We were friends for two weeks, and then you know. You started dating? Yes. So if he was a senior, does that mean he graduated or left pretty soon after that? Uh, well, he stayed an extra year and a half. And when you met him, was he, this guy Luke that you met and you liked, was he a guy that, you know, had big dreams to be a country music artist? Like, wh- how, under what pretense did you meet him? Meaning, hi, I'm Luke, I do mm-hmm. so-and-so. Was it student? Was it hopefully artist? Well, he was singing. So that's all, with Luke, that's all I've ever known. So, um I mean, he would go on Fridays and Saturdays to other colleges, and he would go sing, and, and he'd play shows. So that's all I ever knew with him still is, you know, he he was gone. But he never really talked a ton about, you know, moving here in, in a town. 
I always knew that if he wanted it, he could. I just knew he could. But um, a year passes, and he's he's about to graduate, and he's you know Luke was Luke was already a senior. He'd already dated girls. I hadn't dated around. I just was innocent and you know approved, which I still kind of am. But um, he was talking about marriage, and I freaked out, and we. I said, we have to break up. We just do. Usually it's the opposite where, at least with my friends, because mm-hmm. dudes are like, oh, marriage. Argh. Well, you, you get scared, though. If, if you're not ready, you just freak out and get scared. Wow. So you said, that's a little too serious for me. Yeah, I did. Let's pump the brakes or let's break it up. We broke up. We did. And um, he moved home and then eventually... Eight months after that, he moved here into town, and thing, which I was so happy for him. I mean, I did you think it was over? For about yes, you did. There was a point where you really yeah. thought it was over. I did, yeah. So, but let's keep this about you for a second. I mean, listen, I love Luke too, but mm-hmm. I can see Luke anytime. Yeah, you know, I don't get to see you a whole lot, mm-hmm. so I want to know about you a little bit. You are a freshman, a sophomore in college. Why are you going to school to learn what to do what? Business. With, with the thought of? I always thought that I would own a real estate company. And wh- I did. why real estate? I don't know. I just liked it. I just love the thought, which now here, if I own one here now, great. But <laughs> yeah, but um, this was back in, two, Lord, 1998. Um, I just, and what's weird is that I had named it. I was going to name it Red, Red Door. And now everything about us is red because of, you know, charities and our home and his sister. So that's really odd. But so I don't think anything just happens for a reason. I think everything is set in place for something. But, yeah, I thought I would own a real estate company. Did you like college? Oh, yeah. Was uh, which part appealed to you more, the higher learning or the social aspect? Social. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> There's no higher learning in me. I've, I failed college algebra twice. <laughs> so you're having a good time in school. And do you end up finishing at Georgia Southern? I did. And Luke is here. And while you're in school, do mm-hmm. you guys get back together at some point? We kept in touch through email because this is pre-texting. This is pre-Facebook, Instagram. So there was no texting when I was in college and we kept in touch sporadically through email, and then he was always in touch with my um, brother also. So we kept in touch, but and if, I, if he had a show in town, I would go, always, which is kind of messed up, but we would always say hey and hug, but then we'd go our separate ways. But When did you feel like, okay, maybe this isn't all the way over? Because if you're going to shows, and listen, what do I know? But if you're going to shows and it's an ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. I would have to think that some little tiny part of you thinks possibly there's a chance. Well, I always knew and I'll, I'll, I, I always said that he was the greatest guy that I would ever date. And I would say that whether I had been drinking or whether I was sober in college. Um, but one night... I was working in, in a town, and I go to a bar, did not have a clue, but Luke was playing. And we locked eyes, 
and that's been it ever since. So it's like everything changed within two minutes. So let me see if I got the story straight. You met, you broke up, you weren't going to get back together, but then you randomly, even though you were randomly. going to some of his shows when he was in town, you randomly went to a place he was playing. I had and- no clue he was playing. Really? Truly. It wasn't on like the front door. On the drive there, um, I was with my um, brother and his friends, and my brother goes, well, guess who's playing at blah, blah, blah. And I was like, who? And I was in work clothes. So I did not look like a cute college kid, but I was already out of college. He goes, Luke's playing here tonight. And I went, okay, all right, all right, well, here we go. And Here we go. I didn't know what to do, um, but he was on stage, and we saw each other, and it was like, it was it was something different. And then, but ever since then, it's been. And from that moment, though, you guys were together. Well, I probably shouldn't say this. Um, Luke had to leave the stage early for something so i thought he left the stage early because he was trying to avoid me Mm. so i left and um my phone rang about 2 a.m and he he, he goes where where did you go Oh, he left and you didn't see him after he left it wasn't like he left and came back well he did he did but i thought he just left to avoid me so i got upset it's like a Three's Company episode where everybody's confused. I know. And I said, Bo, just, which Bo is my brother. I said, Bo, just take, just, you know, I'll go home because I had to get up at 6 a.m. to work anyway. I said, just take me home. And I cried the whole way. And I said, well, I, I ruined everything with the best guy I'd ever dated. I fell asleep. 2 a.m., his his room phone rings. I mean, like we still don't have cell phones, really. And... It, it was Luke, and he goes, where did you go? And I said, I thought that you didn't want to see me. And he goes, no, I'll explain later. And then, but yeah, you're exactly right. That's what happened. Yeah. So, and I want to come back to this part of the story, but I do want to go back. And I want to talk about Brett's barn for a second. And you, you mentioned the animals. Where did this love of animals come from? with you personally? Like, when did it start to be a calling for you that I want a big part of my life to be in helping animals? Oh, well, I, I grew up having all kinds of animals, so I've always loved them. I mean, there, there was never a time when I didn't love dogs, cats. I grew up with pet turkeys, which... Pet turkeys, wow. Ironically, one attacked me, but um, <laughs> later in life. But when, Bre- when Brett passed, when well, when she was a baby... I I was kidding around with my with you know my my sister-in-law and brother and I said I'm going to get you a white pony. When she passed, you know, we've been through tragedy and we've always been hands-on like right there in the moment. Well, watching my um family suffer and I couldn't do anything about it. I didn't know what in, in the world to do. So a, a friend called me and she goes, "Oh my gosh, I'm here at a rescue barn, and there's a white pony, mm. and I'm going to save it if you want it. And I said, no, I want it. So we adopted two ponies and a goat, and that just kept going. And so it's been, it's just been great for us and for for kids and families that can come out because some of these kids have been in hospital for a year, and when they can, you know, come out and play, watching the like, their mom and dad just sit and breathe. And the kids be kids, 
it's the best thing ever. So, but and now we're so attached that we just keep we're going to keep adding on. So, hopefully someday it'll be public. What are some of the what are some of your favorite animals? My llama is is one of my favorites because she is just her name's Pekka. A child at the hospital named her. Um, oh my gosh, she loves she loves pigs. I'm not the biggest pig fan because I see what pigs eat, <laughs> and it is so. I really don't eat much pork anymore. But our horses, llamas. Oh my gosh, well they're all. I love my goats too. So, but yeah, pigs. Pigs. Have you ever seen what pigs eat? Yes, I have. It's basically um, an accumulation of the most disgusting things that yes. you can find, and and things that other things won't eat or use. Yes, yes, like, and all gathered together. I yes, I, like, we used to slot pigs a lot as a kid, and I, it's literal slot. And it's slot because it's disgusting. Yeah, but they eat poop. Yeah, they'll eat everything. I just can't. I just can't. Oh, uh, for you guys, that want to check it out? Follow at Brett's Barn because you can follow along with Caroline's Rescue Animals, and she started the barn in honor of her niece Brett, who passed away from CHD which we should talk about the foundation. I think that leads to that. Mm-hmm. So the Brett Boyer Foundation, at Bright for, for Brett. Mm-hmm. And so CHD is something that you are involved heavily in. Yes. You know, what advancements have you seen since you have directly gotten involved? Or how can people mm-hmm. also help on a way that we actually feel like we're doing something? Well, we've seen um, through just our help. I mean, they have... How do you call it? It's not a fake heart. It's a the it's a model of, of of a heart that they can do. But they also have um, no. But there's a different word, and I've gone blank. So they have a heart that they can place into a child, and it's like a mechanical heart. God. Um, so we've seen that happen, and that keeps a child alive until they have a donor. Wow. Which is amazing. So they've created a mechanical heart that is like a placeholder yes. for a real heart? Yes, until, but, but there's only a certain amount of time. But it is, they can, I mean, we've seen children live because of that. And so, but it has to be funded. Right. And so we do anything from research to immediate help to mental health because these parents come in with children and they have other kids at home, and they don't understand why their mom and dad aren't home. So it's we, we try to do everything all around. If you guys want to check this out, go to at Bright for Brett. And, you know, they're working to raise funds that go directly toward research initiatives for CHD. And, I mean, that mechanical heart is wild that even for yeah. 30 minutes, even mm-hmm. for five minutes, that that would go in and actually work as a placeholder yes. for a heart so they could do things to actually mm-hmm. save the kid's life. Mm-hmm. That I did not know that. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, be sure to check that out. At Bright for Brett. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your next stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring. You're talking about men's boots, women's boots, um, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, timeless style, always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort, little to no break-in period. Like it's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, direct consumer pricing keeps the value on your feet, the money in your pocket. So stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, shop the new styles. You like the smell of leather or no? I love it. Yeah, that's what the whole store basically is: fresh leather, yep. friendly staff. 
or like to smell a staff? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm sure they smell good there. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. What a gift, too. Regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like this. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Yeah. Yeah. Tecovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Now let's rewind. You talk, Luke calls you on some corded phone from the 1800s. I'm, I'm as old as you are, so yeah. I, I had yeah. those same phones. And he's like, all right, we should. Then what happens? Do you guys say, let's start over or let's just pick up where we left off? How do you start a relationship back after that long? Well, so at this time, I was living in Georgia. He's in Nashville, and I was traveling a good bit with the company I was with. So this is just when texting just started happening. So, you know, I was just learning how to text seriously. Uh, he called me. I, I was working in Cincinnati for like two weeks. And he called me out of the blue. And so I invited him to my family's Christmas party in Atlanta. He said, okay. He drove down, got there at midnight and we slept on some cot. I don't even know. I mean, nothing happened. I swear. It was like a peck on the cheek. And it's been, we've been together since then. At what stage of his career was he when you guys got back together? He had just signed with Capital. So, and, and as we know, just because you sign, I don't mean that doesn't mean I mean, I mean it actually means yeah. you're probably more broke. Yeah. Because now oh, yeah. you got to do a bunch of free stuff. Oh, we were broke. Yeah. 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 So you're with a struggling artist mm-hmm. who I'm assuming, I'm sure that who you believed in as an mm-hmm. artist, not just as a man, because you believed yeah. in him. But what did you see in him as a young artist that led you to believe, man, I think he could actually do this? Well, I mean, I think everybody who meets Luke, I mean, he's got this big, I mean, his personality is huge. He, it's just, 
you, you, you can't fake it. It's just huge. And so I always knew that, I mean, first of all, he's talented, but he can come in and he can talk to anybody and he can say anything and it, it can come off funny. Even if it's wrong, he can laugh and it comes off okay. So I just always knew that he could he could do it. But then there were times when he doubted himself. And, you know, that's not like Luke. So it, it was like, it, there was a time where he really doubted that he could do it. And he was thinking about doing something else. And I'm like, no, I don't think you should give up yet, even though it's hard when you don't see your spouse or for weeks at, at a time. But it, it paid off. And, but I, you know, I never doubted that he could do it if he wanted to. When did the trajectory actually start to turn around? And not heavily. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to like full 180. But where you two together go, well, we have a little bit of traction. This, we're not just in the hole. Like when, what was that? What happened? I think when it really started to be like, okay, whoa, this, this could be big was um, when he put out Country Girl. I think. Were you guys married by then? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, we had kids. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so yeah. so you. We already had two kids. Where did you guys get married? Turks and Caicos. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I'm assuming there weren't a lot of people out there. We just told friends like whoever wants to come comes. I think we had probably it was about 25 of us. Yeah, that's about what I would imagine. Yeah. Not 400 and all. Oh God, no. Okay. No. Yeah. So you go to Turks and Caicos, which I don't even know if you gave me a map. I'm assuming it's down Maybe there by in, Cuba yeah. somewhere. In the, it's about, Ish. I guess about 490-something miles south of Miami. It's beautiful. So in that area. Yeah, okay. it's hey, beautiful. Look at me. It's look at me knowing my geography. Come on. <laughs> so you go to Turks and Caicos. How did he propose? Let's back it up a little bit. Um, he proposed. I'd been gone two weeks working in Indiana. I came home, and he came outside the house, and he had shaved, which, you know, Luke shaving doesn't happen much. And I was like, Okay, and he dressed. He had dressed up. I thought he just missed me, and he had made this CD of like our favorite songs in college, and then he told me he was taking me somewhere to eat, and then he put a blindfold on me, which I thought I knew something was up then because you know that's just not you don't get blindfolded every Saturday. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Oh God, no. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. We're not like that. Um, and then he he took me and he just walked me up these steps and. He took it off, and he was on one knee. And I'm assuming it was an easy yes? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So you get married. And and you're traveling for work. Like, what was the job that you were doing, like, when you're in Cincinnati? Like, what was that job specifically? I was a drug rep. So we always had to go have training, like, because I was always learning a new drug. So you'd go away for two weeks, sometimes a month. But it was wow, just wow, really? It, mm-hmm, it was just constant. Sounds like but, an artist's life. But it was, I mean, like, I, well, hell, I, I guess that's all I've ever known now. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess I, mean, I didn't, I never thought about that. But yeah, yeah. Sounds like a lot of road time, mm-hmm. a lot of hotels. Oh, God, yeah. So, Ho- hotel food. And so, you must know what it's like then to be a traveling artist, especially in the early stages, because you, you stay in crappy hotels and they eat the same mm-hmm. kind of food over and over again. Yeah, but yes, but no. But, you know, Luke. Like, oh, my gosh, the starting days, he would be on. There was a time when he had 14 flights in seven days. And, you know, I mean, he's just exhausted. Right. But he never he never stopped. So, but. You get married. 
Is and Luke has a record deal when you get married? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, how do you support? Like, what do you do? Do you can you quit your job at that point? How, I mean, no, no, I supported us. Really? Yeah. For how long? Oh, shoot. Um, oh my gosh, I don't even know. Not terrible. I mean, he he always made money, but you know, he was doing all these free shows and. I had a I had a good job, so yeah. That, I mean, and that was my point with the record deal. When you sign a record deal, sometimes you, you go into know. the hole even more. Oh yeah, because again, you have to do free shows. Mm-hmm. So because the record company needs to go and suck up to the radio station, so you have to go play a show for the radio station that you don't get paid for. Mm-mm. So you actually, it's worse financially for you. So he's quite lucky that he had you at the time. He would have been fine. He would have been fine. Like Luke would have always. You know, side hustled. He would have been fine, but I mean, but yeah, just us having a house, and but yeah, but and then you know, he was on my insurance, and so that always helped. But which is sounds weird to like. I'm like, no, he was on my insurance, and (laughs) people don't get that. I'm like, but that yeah, (laughs) you have to have insurance. But what about you moving up here? What was that story? Oh, I was ready. I never thought twice about it. He said, hey. Caroline, move up here. Yeah, and I said okay. That was it. Mm-hmm. I've never been, I've never been homesick once. No, truly. Do you get back home often? I don't. I don't because we're everything's so busy here. You know, we've our kids are here. We have, they have lives. Luke and I mean, we're constantly on the go. So I don't. Wanna, I, I need to. Want to play you a voicemail? This is a listener was in Vegas, and Luke was doing his residency there, and you guys were all there. Okay. Um, and I only played this because I knew that you had publicly shown on social media that you were all there. Otherwise, yeah. I, I would have just not said it. I would have kept it off the air. But this is Julie in St. Louis who had this question, and then I'll let you respond. I'll tell you how I responded, but okay. go ahead. Hey, so just had a question. I was at the Luke Bryan concert this past weekend in Vegas, and I saw his wife and boys in the concert, and they were just sitting there watching. And, of course, the boys were, like, bored out of their mind, and it made me laugh. No one, like, said anything to them. No one, like, knew that it was them. And so my question is, can I go say hello? Would that have been not okay? Like, what's the rule on famous people's families? So, I thought this was a great question. And so, what is your personal rule, especially in this situation when she sees the whole family out together watching Luke? Okay, so first of all, we um, are super careful, especially if I have my kids out in in the crowd. So, we did have two guards around us, and and they they did stop some some people, um, but you— Anybody can come up and say, "Hey, just, just don't touch my children." And that, you know, and that's, that's what the, I said. Yeah, just, yeah. just, just don't touch my kids because that's happened in in the past. And you know, this is a stage where there is no side stage, so we can't stand side stage and watch Luke. So, but everything went so smoothly, and people were awesome. So, but yeah, I mean, people can come up and say, "Hey, just don't grab a child," because then I I will go into psycho mode my general answer to that if someone's like hey when can i not say hello to somebody i said hey if they're eating or with their kids Mm -hmm. like generally that's the rule they're at a table eating there's food in front of them leave them alone but that never happens yeah you know that never happens 
but I try to make it happen more. I try to. <laughs> and then if they're with their kids, and what I told her specifically was, if she's by you, say hello to Caroline. And if there's a situation where Caroline's taking pictures, but don't ask for the kids to be in a picture. Yeah. Don't, right, don't ask of the kids anything. Mm-hmm. And if for some reason Caroline's like, hey, my kids are here. Do you want them to be in the picture? Then you can allow that. But kids are a whole different level. They are. That you guys didn't sign up for them to be in this life. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I, you know, I think that's the, gen- the eating part. Do people, let me run this by you. And I don't know how, if you guys can even go to dinner anymore. We totally can. I think we know our our places and the times. And, you know, I mean, if you're with Luke, it's going to be tough. I don't care. But here in town, it's not that bad. But, I mean, people are, are going to come up and say, I'm so sorry to bother you. That's, like, that's, no, if you were sorry, you wouldn't bother us. <laughs> that's, just how, get that's just how it goes. Yeah. It, it always starts off with, I'm so sorry to bother you. But I'd rather have that. I think our pet peeve is... When a person comes up to us and goes, you don't know who I am, do you? It's the hardest, yeah. Oh, it's. Yeah, it's tough. I just, like, why would you do that to a person? What's my name? You don't know who I am, do you? We met once. Who am I? I know. You're I like, just, I don't meet and greet in Tupelo. I, I, I don't know. Where, yeah. where, where, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? You've met, a, you met 10 million people. Like, I'm so sorry. I don't. But, yeah, that's. But, yeah. I. If you're eating in public, I wonder, and the level of what I do is nothing to the level of Luke's, but what's been difficult for us only recently in the last couple of years mm. has been people will just film us eating the whole time. Yeah. And an and awkward bite. The, and just, and yeah. you know what? I'm okay with it, but my wife, it just doesn't want to be. I don't blame pu- her. And she's like. Oh, she just feels uncomfortable when someone's got a phone like recording us eating, and they think that they're sly. Oh, the the yeah, they're they're like your doing phone this. Is straight, yes, they're they're pointing their phone like over here, but looking the opposite way, and you're like, dude, I I know what you're doing. So I mean, <laughs> and the reality is, I love to meet people. If if I'm somebody says, hey, you mind if I get a picture? If I'm on two feet and I'm not eating or with your kids. You like to add, you know, yeah. I'm happy to take a picture anytime, anywhere. But the, I just wondered about the eating part. Like, if you guys can even go to a restaurant, and if so, do you have to have, do you have to get somewhere specific or? I mean, it's it's gonna happen anywhere. But we're so a- accustomed to it. But we've taught our, our our kids got in trouble once because I do want them to be respectful. So th- a guy came up to our table, and Luke and I had been talking, so we let our boys play on their phone just to give us a minute to, to talk. Well, a guy comes up to our table and, and is saying, hey, and our boys were still playing on their phone. When the guy left, they got in so much trouble because that's just, I mean, I was like, boys, don't you ever do that again. I mean, I don't care who it is. Put the phone down, look them in the eye, and just say, hello. So I'm worried about that too because I just won't. Yeah. I don't want my kids to ever ignore a, a human it sounds but, like being a great parent is like priority number one for you. Yeah, of course. Like okay. that's that's the thing mm-hmm. that like when I we've talked about a bunch of stuff and I still have a lot of stuff to talk to you about, but that's when I really see like strong love and opinion come out of you. Like you, you get the face like this is what I really care about. Well, yeah, I just wanted to make them gentlemen and with good manners. And I mean, I don't care if 
they're they're never going to be the smartest kids in the class. That ain't going to happen with with my my family. But they can have the best manners and just open doors for girls. Stand up if if a girl comes to a table, shake hands, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, please, thank you. Or they know that I'll, I'm I'm not going to say hit them because you can't say that anymore, but I might. I mean, (laughs) they just have to know that. I want to talk for a second and, again, we'll we'll break back into that in a minute, but bestbadinfluence.com. Now, if you go to that site... What what's there? You tell me. So we started a merch line a, a while back, and that's been like my tagline since I was a kid. Because something happened ye- years ago, and I was called a bad influence, and I was not. And so I was like, "Well, if I'm a bad influence, I'm the best ba- bad influence that this person will ever have." And so I've said that, and so we started a merch line, and it's done. It's better than we ever thought, so we're just going to keep on building it. So what kind of merch are we talking about here? T-shirts, cups, stickers. Um, we're going to do a pop-up shop at Luke's Bar. Um, In town? No. Or 38? This will be 38, March 5th, 15th. And yeah. We're going to give away a cooler scooter, which I've had like 12 of those, so it's going to be fun. A cooler scooter? I think I saw you riding that on your yeah. Instagram, right? That's what uh, that was. Yeah, I love them. A cooler scooter. And so... Will you be at this pop-up shop? Of course, yes. I don't know. I don't I'll know. be there. We'll be surrounded by humongous security guards. Saying, no. Don't, don't look at her in the eye. No. Don't look at I, I would never do that. Yeah. No. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your next stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring. You're talking about men's boots, women's boots, um, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, timeless style, always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort, little to no break-in period. Like it's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, direct consumer pricing keeps the value on your feet, the money in your pocket. So stop by your local Tacova store. Have a complimentary drink. Shop the new styles. You like the smell of leather or no? I love it. Yeah. That's what the whole store basically is. Fresh leather. Yep. Friendly staff. Or like the smell of staff? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm sure they smell good there. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. What a gift, too. Regular live music and events. There is no in-store experience like this. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Tacovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash, alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer, and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at 
audible.com slash the boar's nest. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. I want to play a song for you. This is To the Moon and Back. Here is a clip of a little something by Luke. To the moon and back. Through all of the words, the mean and the kind. So, word is this is the first song he wrote about you. Is that true? Okay, so he did not write this song, but he heard it. And I think McGraw had it on hold, but Luke went and asked for it because that's kind of like our our family line, I love you to the moon and back. So he recorded it, and he told me it was for me, which was very sweet. So when he heard it, it reminded him of you. Yes. Okay. Here is Sorority Girl. This is, and you can tell me if this is true or not, it describes... Your budding relationship while in college. Is this is this true, this song? Which which part? I, I don't know. Let's play a little bit of it. My, my, my little 85. <laughs> yeah. And some of this stuff on the internet is just not true. Some is, so I just like to ask the questions. Is this sorority girl? Is this about your relationship in college? I don't think it's about our relationship. He did put 80 pie first because that's what I was in college. So I told him, I was like, if, if you write a song about a sorority, you have to put mine first. So, so there is your influence it. on the song. Yeah. Just, a, just a little bit. After many years, if he writes a song and he's like, hey, Caroline, this reminds me of you. or I wrote this thinking about you. A little bit is it like, oh, it's just another love song. No, I think it's so sweet. But do you know what he did do? And he did it all wrong. And someday he'll tell you about this. We went on a two-day trip just to be alone because uh, we never get t- time alone. He goes, I want to play you this song. I, he wrote, it's, it's a great song, first of all. He wrote it. He goes, I want you to hear this. And so we're sitting out on the balcony having a, a glass of wine. And the song is called Married for, for the Kids. And I'm listening to it, and I'm like, I'm staring at him. You know, Luke is clueless. He's like, isn't this good? And I'm like, what? Like, so what are you trying to tell me? I was like, but it was just the wrong time to approach me with this song. Like, it's a song called, it's a great song. Right. He goes, I want you to hear this. I, I just wrote it. It's called Married for the Kids. I said, Luke, I mean, this is just the wrong time to, like, are you trying to tell me something? Did, did you bring me here alone to tell me something? And he just, but yeah, I was like, he's like, I'm sorry, that was the wrong time to ever bring that up. Yeah. When you were younger, did you have anyone say, Caroline, you should perform? Because I feel like naturally no. you're up, never, not singing, but maybe on stage. Um, no, but. <laughs> no acting, no. <laughs> um, well, I think I was scarred early because, well, first of all, I have no talent. I can't sing. And 
I kind of got kicked out of ballet class when I was in the third or fourth grade. They politely told my mom that I should not come back. So I don't think I should be. <laughs> Evidently, I was disruptive. <laughs> so, they, but they never thought she's funny. She has a presence about. No one told you to in, any, like, to get into entertainment in any way. I mean, when I was a senior, I, I was voted wittiest in, in my class, but I never embraced like how I truly am until, honestly, until I was in college. I mean, I never really. I just played this role of, you know. I played sports all through high school, so I never, I mean, I was goofy, and I did weird stuff, but I just never thought about it, truly. Let's go back and jump back in the timeline for a second. When when in Luke's career, then, did it go from, wow, we're gaining a little traction to, well, this thing's actually going to be a monster, and this is going to be so much success that, yes, it's great, but there are also some other elements of success that can be... Um, Maybe not troublesome, but it's just you're not prepared for some of it because you get so famous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my first, and it took years, but I think my first big f- freak out was when he told me at the beach once. He goes, hey, I'm having dinner. I think I'm going to be a judge on American Idol. And I didn't know how to because he was already touring, songwriting, you know, just being Luke. And I, I remember I just... I. I went for a jog, and I was gone for an, an hour and a half. So that really shook you a little bit, huh? It did, because I was scared. I didn't know how to handle it. I was like, how, how are we going to handle your, your touring in L.A. and all this? And so that was my first big just, I mean, I had a, not a meltdown, but I just had a, I was just scared. So I just took off, and because he was supposed to go jog <laughs> with me, and then I just, I just shot out. But. Well, and, and he had, he was wildly successful as an artist then, but, and correct me if I'm wrong, that grew little by little by medium, mm-hmm. and you were kind of able to nurture that as it got bigger and bigger, mm-hmm. where the American Idol thing was just like coming from left field and yeah. like, boom, mm-hmm. uh, ABC's launching their version of American Idol, Judge, oh, yeah. Gone, like all that. You didn't have time to sit with it. I didn't, so then... I mean, he just told me, he goes, I've got to have dinner. And and Luke always holds back any info that think that if he thinks it's going to freak me out, he, he holds it back until the last second, which is not really the smartest thing. So don't do that with Caitlin, I kind please. of already do, but well, yes, I know. Yeah, just yeah. give her time to process stuff, especially if it's something big like that. But when he, he goes, okay, look, I've got to go have dinner tonight. Um, I think I'm going to be a judge on American Idol. And so I didn't have, I was like, what, how, how are we going to handle something else? You know, we still have all these kids. And so I freaked out. But then, you know, when it started happening, it wasn't, it wasn't as bad. I mean, it's still tough because, you, you know, you're still gone. I mean, you've done it. Far. Yeah. Long hours. Multiple days in a row. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's tough. And mm-hmm. it's, it's tough on a, on, a, on a wife. It's just because we, you know, we truly... Miss having y'all around, but we understand that you have this drive. But I just really had to wrap my head around it. Did you in in our relationship? And I've only we've only been married six or seven months. But mm-hmm. you know the struggle that we have is that for 
my life, I have been very focused on my career and have been just chipping away. And I don't have some, you know, crazy talent that people were like, wow, you're 22. Let's give you all these great jobs. I've had to really work and grind to get opportunities that built opportunities. Mm -hmm. opportunities. So now here I am and I'm finally starting to have really nice opportunities, Mm -hmm. large opportunities. And so I've known Caitlin for a few years. We've been married for a little less than one, but she only knows that version of, of me where I'm getting these opportunities and we're deciding together. But now they're all coming at once and I can't believe it. I'm like, wow, that's a big one. I'll take it. Wow, that's a big one. I'll take it. And so we've had to kind of make uh, a a word that's tough for me. We've had to compromise. And then I said, hey, I'm going to do this show for Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to stay off the road. I'm not going to do stand up. I'm not going to do it for three months. And then I'm going to take this show with this other network. But we've had to compromise in that way. Did you find that you and Luke had to find dedicate time to just him being Luke, the the dad and father, or I guess it's the same person, but the dad and and like Nashville guy? Was there a space where it's like, honey, you you can't do this all the time, or you're not going to have the family? Well, that's what we've done. I mean, so I don't know what Caitlin does, you know, on her world, but I mean, cause, but every girl has to have her own, her own world, right? Whether it's a job or whether it's hobbies, friends. Um, I don't think people like you and Luke are going to ever change. You're going to want to drive, 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 go, go, go. That that's just that's just your personality, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but for years, you know, I've I've just been a mom with children, going back and forth to see Luke, and you know, try, really embracing his dream. And so now that our kids are a little bit older, you know, I, I'm doing things that I never thought I would do, but it's been fun. But, but still, I mean, y'all can't change. You're still going to go, I want to do this. I want to do this. And as, as long as she's okay with it, do it. But I find myself not honoring, it seems sound terrible to say, not honoring the promises completely. Cause I mm-hmm. will say, I will not go on the road for three months. So no, again, no touring, no TV show. And can you do that? Well, here's what happens. Some, I go, something well, comes up. Well, I go, well, I was just offered a private comedy show in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And it's 5,000 people and the money, and here's the money and I can't believe it. And I'm Luke like, does the same thing. And I'm like, you have to let, and she's like, okay, if you think it's worth it, mm-hmm. then sure. Now this is what you told me, but on it, she's like, but if you, this is worth it, do it. And I'm like, thank you. And I'll go do it. And I'd be like, I just got offered another one. And it's, and it's, I try. It's not going to stop. I, I try, but I, I just am not. I'm going to say it. I'm a bad person. Luke, bad person. It's, it's not being. It's not being a bad. Luke does this stuff to me every week, right? And so he's like, okay, well, I got to do this as soon because he's he's been gone for almost a month. We've traveled back and forth to see him, and then he called me and he goes, okay, I've got to do this March first, March second. I'm like, okay, 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 okay. But the more, I mean. He's so focused on building, 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 and then someday he says that he just wants to just stop everything. Same. I just want to cold turkey. But you, you will never I stop say everything. The same thing. I'm you like, will I, never stop I anything. I just want to build it to a point where I feel safe, and I'm just going to quit everything and, and just hang. That's not y'all's personality. You're right. Though. It's not. It's I know. Not. But I, I do have a dream that I would be able to do that. But you can cut back a lot and, and have a nice nest egg. But you guys will never totally stop. There's no way. I guess the difference in me is, in then Luke, 
looks a lot richer than I am, so I still fear that I'm going to be broke one day. Every man thinks that, which, I mean, I think, I mean, I worry about that. But what if something happens? What if Luke says one wrong word and you just, mm-hmm. I think that's normal, especially if you come from nothing and you build, you work your ass off and then you, you have something great. That's normal. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your next stop before attending your next concert. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring. Talking about men's boots, women's boots, um, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, timeless style, always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort, little to no break-in period. Like it's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, direct consumer pricing keeps the value on your feet, the money in your pocket. So stop by your local Tacova store. Have a complimentary drink. Shop the new styles. You like the smell of leather or no? I love it. Yeah. That's what the whole store basically is. Fresh leather. Yep. Friendly staff. Or like the smell of staff? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm sure they smell good there. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. What a gift, too. Regular live music and events. There is no in-store experience like this. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Yeah. Yeah. Tecovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer, and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the Boar's Nest. You mentioned the kids getting older and you're starting to kind of find yourself in a different space. Like what, mm-hmm. it, you know, I asked you in 10th grade, but what is the dream now? I still don't know. I don't, I don't, I mean, this is all, like, I, like I said, I spent 14 years raising kids and, you know, working around Luke's life that so, a, a few things happened that we didn't plan on. And I truly, I, I'm having fun in, in the moment and just trying to keep kids alive, trying to keep Luke alive. <laughs> I, I just I want to be real selfish in this question for you, though. The kids, five years from now, the kids are great. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about them. You always got to worry about them, but you don't have to worry course, about them. Yeah. And it's like, and Luke says, Caroline, I wanted to, to help you do what you want to do. What do you want to do? I'm giving you full support, time, effort. What do you want to do? I want to take a nap. Yeah, I hear you. God. Yeah, I hear you. Can you imagine just sleeping past like 5 a.m.? Uh, for me, no. Oh. I mean, I, I don't have to wake up for kids. I have to wake up for a radio show. But um, but what 
What is it? You know, if you don't know, I, some, I tr- of the, some of the most interesting people I know still don't know. Right now, I truly don't know. I mean, we're playing it. I mean, I've enjoyed, you know, you know, being on podcasts, meeting all these people, you know, traveling. I've enjoyed that. But my happiest times are when we're all at home. That's, but. I Doing mean, your own show? I don't know about any of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think I have the talent for any of that. I would disagree. I think you have the. No. I think you have the natural intuition to do that, and you just have to learn the format, formatics, I just, and. Well, I I have such a healthy fear. Well, it's not healthy. I just have like this fear of failing anything. I just don't want to. That's what that holds me back from a lot. But we're trying. We're trying stuff. I mean, this one over here is pushing me to do everything, and I know people can't see her, but her name is Nicole. She's young, but she's an old soul. Um, she's pushing you to do everything. Well, just not push me, but just encouraging me to try different well, stuff. That's, like you need someone stuff. like that. I know I do. Or maybe you won't do anything. Yeah, and then we exactly. miss out because you're not doing it. I'm still like, I I just see, honestly, I mean, I'm just being realistic. I'm not, you know, I'm not Luke. I'm, I don't have his... You know, I Luke don't. Is, Luke is special. He I, just. Is. I don't think now though that people look at you as, and I'm gonna. I'll say this as honestly as possible, right to your face. I don't think people just look at you as Luke's wife anymore. That's the. That's the God's honest truth. Oh, that's very sweet. I think people used to know you as Luke's wife, but I don't think now Caroline is just associated as Luke Bryan's wife. Well. And that's me watching from afar. And that's also me watching from medium to close. Mm-hmm. You know, Luke and I have a relationship. You and I have spent a little time together. Um, and then also I get to watch just on social media and I get to see you doing other stuff. So I think you're actually kind of breaking out of the of a wonderful shell that you can also live in that you're just not you're just not Luke's wife anymore. You'll always be Luke's wife and, yeah. and mom. But now you're starting to be freaking Caroline. And that's awesome. Just terrifying. It, yes, it is. You never know what it I'm going to do or say, and that's and that. But that's what's oh. great for us. Maybe not for you. But that's what's great for us is that you never know what you're going to do or say. <laughs> Let me mention a few things again, and then I'll I'll end on one question here because uh, we've done almost an hour here. Okay, first, uh, bestbadinfluence.com. If you want to check out Caroline's merch, and then they will be at a pop up shop with all new merch March 15th at Sure Thing Cigars in 38, mm-hmm. Florida. That's right. Yeah, look at me. We'll be there. Look at me. I can read. Um, (laughs) At Brett's Barn to follow the rescue animals, which is wonderful. Or Bright for Brett for more info on congenital heart disease, Down syndrome, and what the Brett Boyer Foundation does. And you are very involved in so many things. Like, I think it's really cool. I think it's really cool how you balance out all the things. That's why I led with the question, like, how do you you balance two different lives? Front-facing and inward-facing. I don't know if I can just be known for, I mean, this, this sounds so fake, but it's not. If I could just be known for helping and just get giving back, then, I mean, you know, if we're blessed with all this stuff and if we don't give back, then shame on us. So that's truly, that's, that's really it. All right, here, this is my final little line of questioning. I've, I did not get married till later in my life Mm -hmm. because I just, I mean, I didn't, I never wanted to marry anybody. Honestly, I never told a single person I loved them. I never. There's I, nothing wrong with that. So finally I did and I do. And it's and it, it was unlike anything that I'd ever experienced with a person. And now we've been married six months. The first year of marriage, 
what's your advice about the first year of marriage? Because for me at times, I live by myself forever. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not the easiest person to, she kind of has to re-break me in because I've been so selfish and not that it's just, I keep everything, not in that, but selfish and it's my time. I've only ever known to take care of myself. That's okay. What is your first year of marriage advice? Well, for, first of all, be, being selfish without kids and a wife, that's not a bad thing. That's your time to be selfish and do whatever you want. First year, I think, is the same as every year. Talk, talk, talk. Don't, don't ever not tell each other how you're feeling. There, there is no secret as long as both people are in and putting it in work. But always talk. Communication. Sometimes I say things when talking that makes it uncomfortable. Well, then shut your mouth and just <laughs> give her a minute. <laughs> That's the thing that I've also learned is to let her process. Because I struggle. We seem with like it. we have a lot in mm. common. So if she's mad, do you want, want to talk it out then and, and not give her a I moment? I do not want to give her a moment for anything because I'm like. Luke's the same way. I wait till the last second. And then I say, okay. And then I'm like, don't be mad. You can't be mad. Why are you mad? And I'm just like, ah. Oh, and I try to fix it real quick. Men can't. Okay. Men are fixers. I, I learned this in therapy a while back. Men want to fix everything right then. Sometimes you can't fix it. Just, I'm the same way. If I'm mad, Luke needs to just give me a moment, which he, he can't. He, God, he wants to fix it right then. Sometimes you can't. Fix it. You can just listen. Even if we sound ridiculous, just listen. But you can't fix it. Sometimes I feel like maybe she goes, why did I marry him? No, she doesn't. She just wants a moment alone. Well, let's hope that's the case. (laughs) She doesn't think. (laughs) Let's hope that's the case. All right, you guys uh, follow Caroline, uh, L-I-N-A Brian 3. When people ask you that, do you say Lena Brian three or because oh it looks like gosh. Lina. It is Lina, and I get called Lena all the time. But that was my nickname in college was Lina, like Carolina in the morning, which that's my singing voice. Pretty good, way. yeah. A lot of labels are on the uh, phone right now. To so Lina, yeah, Lina Brian three. <laughs> uh, you've been a real, as always, you've been a real treat to talk but to. Thank you for having. And me. I appreciate you coming over. And I don't know thank if you've you. ever done an hour before, but you know, I feel like you could do another hour. So that's what we'll do. All right, here we go. Part two. I'm just kidding. (laughs) We could. All right, Lina Brian 3. You guys follow her. And if you can help, the Brett Boyer Foundation. And I think the best way to help is just to learn. And then from Mm -hmm. learning, you make decisions. But if you never learn, you never know. And you, but people always go, hey, how can I help? Well, if you just read a little bit about it and learn about it, like that's enough. That's all the help that I could ask for anyone to give. And then if you're motivated, inspired to actually do more, then great. And if not, you already did more than I could have ever hoped you would do. And so I hope you guys check it out. All right. um, Lina, Brian, three on Instagram. And good to see you, Kelly. Thank you, guys. Thank you. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store. Have a complimentary drink. Shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. 
You can probably spell it. You probably know it. Tacovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 